Are you a writer or coach? Do you dream of building a successful online business? Are you tired of hearing the gurus tell you that you need a big launch or a complicated funnel software? Whether you're struggling with self-doubt, imposter syndrome, or just feeling overwhelmed by too many choices, I can help. Hi, I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of Your Message Matters, and I recently put together a free on-demand video training called How to Build an Online Business as a Writer or Coach the Low-Tech Way. Inside, you'll discover the low-tech system that 30 x my online business. Just go to freetrainingvideo.net to get started. Again, that's freetrainingvideo.net. So who's your ideal customer? Do you even know who your dream customer is? Well, today, that's what this episode's all about. I'm going to share with you six clarifying questions to nail down your ideal audience. Let's do this. Hey, Messenger, welcome to the Market Your Message show. I'm Jonathan Milligan, author of the book, Your Message Matters. And our goal here is simple, to help you rise above the noise and get paid for what you know. Now, in today's episode, we're gonna be talking about the six clarifying questions to nail down your ideal audience. But first, I wanna let you know about a free 10-page guide if you're just getting started. If you're like, Jonathan, I don't know who my audience is. I don't know what my gift or my unique strength is. I don't know how to help people or what to do, but I have this story or this passion or this message that I want to share with the world. Well, if that's you, then I want to encourage you to go to marketyourmessage.com slash discover. Again, it's marketyourmessage.com slash discover. This is the blueprint. This is the nine-page guide to help you know exactly how to define your purpose, your people, and your passion. That's what this 10-page, 9-page guide can do for you. Let's get into our episode today, the six clarifying questions to nail down your ideal audience. Now, when I first started my very first blog, it was on wordpress.com, and I had no clue what I was doing. I just wanted to be a career and life coach. And I did not want to narrow down my audience because I thought if I narrow down my audience to something really, really specific, won't it take longer to attract my ideal audience, right? If I were to say, I'm just going to work with engineers, if I were to say, I'm just going to work with accounting professionals, wouldn't it be harder to attract the ideal audience? And so I told myself, just be a career and life coach for everybody. The problem was the more general I was, the less powerful my communication became because I was just kind of general. Here's the essence of what I want to talk about today. The more specific you can be, the more powerful your communication becomes. Now, that is a writer downer, let me tell you. The more specific you can be, the more powerful your communication becomes. And here's the pivot I made. After about three or four months of like crickets, I decided to become a career coach for CPAs. So I decided to start CPACareercoach.com. And I said, I am going to be a big fish in a small pond instead of trying to be a little tiny fish in a big old pond. And suddenly, you know what happened? People began to reach out to me. They began to comment on blog posts. 
I began to hear from people across the country because I got specific. Now think about this. When a CPA was trying to improve their careers and they did a little Google search and came across my blog and saw accounting and finance professional career coach, do you think they thought, this guy's for me? If no one is saying, this guy's for me or this gal is for me, then you haven't gotten specific enough. Now, there's a term for this and it's called an egoic label. Yes, the word ego is in egoic label and let me share with you what I believe are five powerful types of egoic labels. Now, egoic, you hear the word ego in it? That's because labels is not a bad thing here. A lot of times when we hear the word label, we instantly think, well, that must mean that, you know, I'm labeling someone. That's not here at all. These are labels we put on ourselves that are good labels. They make us feel good. That's why ego is in the word, right? It's a label that I like. It's a status. And so there are really five different types of egoic labels. For example, vocation. I'm an author. I'm a lawyer. I'm a CPA. I'm a chef. There's ownership labels. I'm a happy dog owner, cat owner, Mac owner, Honda owner. There's religion labels that we give ourselves. I'm Jewish. I'm Christian. I'm Muslim. There is identity type labels. I'm a stepmom. I'm a cancer survivor. I'm a working mom. There's hobby labels. I'm a hiker, golfer, and gardener. Now, those are just a few, but the point is, do you have an egoic label that you serve? If not, that's part of number one is discover what the egoic label is. And it needs to fall in one of those five categories. Once you've identified your egoic label, then we can introduce the six clarifying questions. So let's get into those. Here's question number one. Do I enjoy learning about this egoic label? Now, don't just pursue something because you see an opportunity in it. If you're not interested in buying books or asking surveys or really like walking a mile in their shoes and learning about this particular egoic label, then it's probably something that you should not pursue because you've got to kind of become a student of this egoic label, right? Now, it doesn't mean you have to do it for a lifetime, but you should at least say, am I willing to learn all I can about this egoic label for the next two to five years? That means reading books, doing surveys, interviews, like really understanding what the challenges, the goals, the passions, and the struggles are of this egoic label. So that is number one. Question number two, am I passionate about this egoic label? Now this is so critical because, and we're gonna be talking about this here in a little bit, you need to make sure that you're not just following it for the money. This is something that you've gotta be passionate about, especially in the pre-profit stages of your business because we all have a pre-profit stage. And if I'm passionate about serving and helping and creating content and helping them overcome challenges, then it's going to help me build that audience because there's there's an excitement, right? I wake up, it's like John Acuff said in one of his books, the alarm clock doesn't have to be a dread, right? The alarm clock can actually bring joy and joy can be an incredible alarm clock because you wake up and you bound out of bed because you're passionate about serving and helping and learning how to help this egoic label. Which brings us to question three. 
do I have experience or skills related to this egoic label? Now, this is important for you, important question to ask. And let me be clear. You do not have to be an expert. No one says that you have to be a, a, an expert. In fact, I use this strategy or, or this, this mindset a lot. You just need to be a leading learner or you just need to be an older brother, older sister on the journey because there's always people who are starting at the beginning that want to learn from you. And as long as you're a leading learner, by the way, if you've read three books on a topic, you know more than 95% of all the population. Just three books. If you go read three books on something, you know more than 95%. It's incredible, right? But that is why it is important, though, to have some experience. I remember one time I was at a conference and uh, it was a conference of online entrepreneurs and we're at this meet and greet and this one guy uh, introduced himself and I said, hey, and we were talking and I said, well, tell me about your business. He goes, well, I'm just getting started, but it's going to be about organic gardening in the backyard. I was like, oh, cool. So have you been doing that for a while? Is that something like, how did you get into that? Is, you know, we're just having a conversation. He goes, oh, I've never done one thing with it. It's just something I've thought. And I thought maybe people would want to follow me uh, on my journey as I try to figure this out. Now, while that can be true, the real truth is you need to have some experience. If you don't have experience, then you want to use something known as the reporter model. The reporter model is where you go interview five to ten of the best people. So go interview five to 10 of the best people you can find on organic gardening and then distill it down into best practices and teach it. That's one way to do it. But the truth is you need to have some experience or skills along the way. All right, that leads us to the next one. Number four, does this egoic label have a problem to solve? At the end of the day, what matters is that you know how to solve problems and that you can solve problems. People will pay you to solve problems. That is how money is made. People are looking for ways to solve their problems. They're either trying to avoid pain or they're trying to move toward pleasure. It's one of those two ways. Either they're trying to avoid pain, you know, my, my cat's always peeing in the house as a silly illustration, but for some people, that's a real problem, right? They're trying to avoid pain or they're moving toward pleasure, right? I wanna run a full-time business from home. They're trying to do one of those two things. If there's not a problem to solve, then you've got a problem. <laughs> In fact, that leads me to question number five, which is also just as important. Are other businesses earning money helping this egoic label? Is there proof of concept? Now. This is where you want to make sure you're not a trailblazer. I don't know how many times I've heard this over the years, but it's been a lot. Jonathan, nobody's blogging about this. It's like the, the field is wide open. Or Jonathan, I looked at the podcast directory. I did searches. Nobody's podcasting about this. Nobody has a YouTube channel about this. My reply to them is that's a red light, not a green light. We want proof of concept. The fact that other people are making money is a good thing. Not a bad thing. There is plenty of pie for all of us. In fact, when I first started back in 2011, you know what a lot of my friends told me? Jonathan, don't start a second blog teaching people about blogging. There's already too much noise out there. Too many people are already doing it. Boy, am I glad I ignored that. Instead, I saw proof of concept. There's plenty of more people that are just coming into this thing of blogging and, and writing books and creating courses and podcasting and YouTube videos. 
There's plenty for all of us, but you need to know that there are other businesses out there that are already earning money helping your egoic label. So don't be a trailblazer. And then number six, final question, do I want to serve this egoic label? Boy, this might seem like an obvious question, but if you were put in the room with 100 of your ideal customer, your dream customer, so 100 people in a room for a day, they're your dream customers, would you love hanging out with them? Or would you be like, man, this they're just not my people, right? If you honestly can't say that they're your people, that's a problem. It needs to be people you want to hang around, that you draw energy from, that you draw encouragement from. You have to want to serve the egoic label that you're looking to build a business on. Once again, if you haven't picked up our guide, Discover Your Message Blueprint, you can grab a copy at marketyourmessage.com slash discover. Well, did you enjoy this episode? I hope so. In fact, I hope you'll take a moment right now to like, share, subscribe, or even review our show. And also, what topics would you like for me to cover in future episodes? Let me know. But until then, never forget, your message matters.